So we'll start this formally. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. Assalamu alaikum, everyone, uh, especially those from Shabir's side who maybe don't know myself. So my name is Shuaib. I am the host of this. This is the Dadhood podcast. Uh, this is essentially a podcast where we bring on different Muslim fathers to get their experiences, their journeys of fatherhood. Uh, and so it's been a long time in the making to get uh, Ustad Shabir on this. Um, and, uh, you know, ever since I saw the announcement that he's had his uh, baby, his daughter, uh, Rawda, mashallah, I've been pestering him. Come on, let's get you on, let's get you on. And mashallah, he's been always forthcoming, but very busy because he's been traveling so much, which is why we've called uh, this, this session the traveling imam. He's been traveling city to city, delivering different talks, um, you know, taking his family with him. And this is something that uh, Shibir has told me that many of you guys have requested, you know, how do you possibly travel with a baby? Uh, you know, how do you get along with all of the duties that you have to do? You're going there mostly for work, sometimes for pleasure, uh, and you're bringing your wife and your baby. How do you do all of this? So that's exactly what we're going to get into. And <clears throat> this might be a little bit of a shorter one than we usually do, but we're going to, inshallah, get some nice uh, snippets uh, from, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> from Ustad Shabir. Before we do that, very quickly, just give a shout out <clears throat> to... Uh, building Blocks Nursery in Watford. They've been helping me a lot with uh, getting out some of this content uh, and they've been obviously hosting my two children, Isa and Sara, there in the nursery. Um, so if you guys, any of you have young children, uh, especially if you live in the Watford area like myself, then I'll definitely check out building.blocks.watford uh, on Instagram. Uh, even if you don't live in that area, if you have any questions about the nursery process, then you can get in touch with them and they'll explain that all to you. So with that all out of the way, let's start with Shabir. Shabir, our first question to all of our guests is always, when did you become a father, i.e. how old were you when you became a father, and how many children do you have? Okay, Rahim. <clears throat> so yeah, I am uh, pretty new to fatherhood. I, alhamdulillah, was blessed with a daughter uh, back in December, um, at the end of uh, last year, so December 2021. Um, so she's approaching um, 11 months uh, in age, alhamdulillah, and uh, yeah, so it's almost a year, almost a year into fatherhood, alhamdulillah, and that's, that's my only child, so that's my first child, so just like everyone, super new to things, had to, you know, had to learn uh, a lot of things along the way, certain things that nobody could teach you, nobody could prep you, no <laughs> book could teach you, you just got to learn, and uh, that's where we're at, alhamdulillah, so almost at the 11 month mark, and yeah, my, my daughter's name is Rolda, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, that's amazing. So not even a year yet. And uh, you were telling me that you have taken her to, is, what is it, over 20 different countries? No, no, no. Oh, that, that's an exaggeration, bro. That's, that, that's, that's, probably, <laughs> that's, that's probably how many I, I've almost done. But no. So okay. cur currently, the, the, where we're sat at, um, in, in 11 months, we've done um, about 11 or 12 uh, different trips. Um, but in terms of countries, she's not, she's going to be going to about seven or eight countries, inshallah. Um, wow. and, and, and the reason why I'm differentiating is because um, certain countries she's been to twice already, alhamdulillah. So like she's been sure. to Turkey on two different occasions. So uh, Istanbul on one occasion, Bodrum on another occasion. She's been to Morocco twice, Marrakesh, uh, two different occasions. Uh, she's been to Umrah twice as well, mashallah. So uh, she, she, she tagged along uh, for Umrah with me on two occasions already this year, alhamdulillah. So, um, yeah, so like 11, 12 different trips, but like other countries, including like Italy and um, what's we've been Scotland and stuff like that. And 
we're going we're actually going to Egypt in literally a couple of days time so I'm, I'm including yeah. that in there inshallah yeah that's our okay. next trip Mashallah, you're just ticking them all off the list. That's amazing. So let's go into this a little bit. Okay, so she's she's newborn. Okay, and most new parents would be very afraid of taking their newborn anywhere, even outside of the home, to be honest, especially nowadays with the kind of situation of COVID and things like this. Parents are a lot more careful about what their young children are being exposed to. So you being a new father, did you not have any of those worries before you started planning these trips uh, with newborn Rolda? Uh, 100%. I had, I had a lot of concerns. <laughs> In fact, I probably had more concerns than my, than my wife. Um, yeah, I had uh, before she was born. Um, I think we had this discussion, um, and it's important to discuss these things. You know what I mean? Like, um, you have to like it's, this is not something that was like just uh, a rash decision or impromptu that we just decided. Oh, we're going to just start traveling. Clearly, that you know this required a bit of planning. Uh, it required both of us being on board as well. Um, that you know we're both comfortable with this and how we're going to go about it so yeah i was perhaps the more reserved one in the relationship initially i was like you know and this is literally coming off the back of like you said covid like literally last year towards the beginning of last year only we only slowly started coming out of lockdowns and things so yeah. already we're kind of coming from that background of a lot of kind of like skepticism a lot of you know it's just like the unknown we don't even know travel restrictions there's so many things going on and, and the world has actually changed completely like I'll, I'll maybe come to that later but a lot of things have changed like traveling before covid pre-covid and now um so of course yeah there was loads of this and initially my thing was like nah you know like the first few months at least or whatever you know first six months i'm not going to travel with the baby and my wife was like why not and i said because she's only a baby you know obviously i didn't know the gender at the time I was like, it'd, it'd only be a baby like how can you travel with a baby and she was like of course you can travel with a baby other people do it and i was like really and i just started really just looking into it or having a bit more of a think about it and i was like what is actually stopping me i was just started asking myself like why was there this pushback immediately before i've even looked into it what was i concerned about was it covid and the health things yeah fair enough i mean it's a it's a it's it's you know a genuine concern to have right it's understandable yeah but beyond that it's like obviously you know we're, we're just you know at risk as the baby would be right so it's like you know what else am i concerned about i think it was just this immediate natural pushback in myself i was like no you can't do it and then when you do it which i'll come to and i'll, 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 I'll explain the, the the experience but it's like when you do it it's like wow this is this is okay you know it's amazing in fact <laughs> yeah. for me that the the um the first time we traveled abroad with uh, my newborn Isa. He was about four months old and we went to Morocco and uh, we kind of thought, you know, we'll probably wait a year, maybe two years, you know, it's, it's going to be so difficult. But then like you, like uh, you were saying, you start looking into it a little bit and we start realizing that actually most people's experience with a newborn is much easier than it is with the toddlers because the to toddlers come with a lot more demands in terms of they want to be independent during the trip uh whereas with a newborn you can of course um it comes with its own challenges but but because they're less independent that means they follow your routine or they, they they're kind of doing what you're doing um rather than you being dragged away by the toddlers so then we thought do you know what it might be okay and alhamdulillah it was okay uh the the, the plane journey was uh, wasn't too bad um i think the only thing that was just quite difficult for us in morocco was uh, not being used to the heat 
and not having our own kind of, you know, our own room, our own comfort that the baby and the mum is, is used to. Uh, and I guess we had to kind of overcome that hurdle. So what was... It's funny you, it's funny you say that, by the way, because yeah. out of all the countries we've been to so far, the first trip we did to Morocco, uh, which was in the summer, um, that was perhaps one of the only times where, like, Rolta really struggled. Like, the heat was oh, yeah? intense. It was like full mm. desert heat. It was... Uh, over it was like almost 45 degrees um yeah heat that heat that we are no way near like accustomed to here in this country yeah um yeah and that was like one of the only times where like we took her out i remember we were walking to the kutubiya masjid in uh, in 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 marrakesh for juma yeah we walked there and it was it was painful man and she was crying and like she was, but alhamdulillah like beyond that i mean we've been to other hot countries we've been to saudi and yeah it, it was 40 degrees then but yeah no, that morocco one was was intense it was very very tough yeah so what i was uh, gonna ask you is why don't you take us through those first few steps once you and your wife had agreed like okay we're gonna go on these trips so i'm gonna take baby with us what was the preparation you had to do in this those first few steps okay yeah so um i guess i'm gonna come back to one point that you were making earlier on actually which is um, okay. about some of the some of the concerns that that potentially you would have before taking a child and why those concerns, you know, ne- aren't necessarily really the, you know, so anything to really be too concerned about, or too afraid of. Um, yeah. So one of the one of the like really important ones that you mentioned was, um, you know, that age actually. And you know, initially I thought that would be the worst age to take a child. You know, when they're like a few months old, it's, it's not the it's not the ideal age to take them on holiday. And then you end up finding out it's a complete opposite actually. Um, and and there's a number of reasons. You you mentioned one of them, which is um, that when you take them at that age, you know, alhamdulillah, as long as uh, you fed them well and uh, they've got enough sleep, they're, they're happy. They're happy babies, mashallah. Yeah. Um, they're not really going to kick up a fuss. Um, and and th- at that age, you don't need to worry about really anything else. Um, you don't need to worry about entertaining them. You know, when kids get to a later age, three, four years old, um, you have to pick your destination, actually, based on the kid, because you've got to now think about, well, what's the kid going to enjoy, right? What are they going to yeah. enjoy? Uh, are, are they going to go there? Are there going to be activities for them? Is it kid friendly, etc., etc.? When you take a t- when you take an infant in the first two years, in the first twenty four months, you need to worry about nothing, right? Uh, you can just as a couple enjoy the holiday, but of course take care of the baby together, right? That's number yeah. one. Financially, number two is another reason. By the way, financially, it's cheaper to take a baby in the first two years because it's completely free. Uh, you book a hotel, you book a hotel for two as a couple. You don't need to worry about the baby. The, the 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 infant is free. A lot of times, the hotel provides a cot and things like that. Only on the flight, maybe like the max I've paid is like twenty five pounds per way for the child, like an admin fee or something for the flight. So financially, yeah. it makes sense. Logistically, it makes sense. There's no worry about oh, is the kid going to enjoy this holiday? Um, uh, you know, and 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 uh, <laughs> you know, safety wise and things like that. Alhamdulillah. I mean, honestly, like it's it's super simple. Um, the child is completely safe. Um, there's no there's no reports or studies or anything to suggest that the child is less sick. In fact, it's the opposite. Uh, in fact, by exposing your baby, your child, um, at a young age, instead of kind of keeping them away in a bubble, right? In yeah. like bubble wrapped and protected away from people, right? It actually helps build their immune system. It gets them used to social interactions. It gets them used to seeing yeah. people experiencing different things. Now, if you keep them at home all the time and you've got the heater on all day, 
um, then yeah, the chances of your child going out and catching a cold probably would increase more yeah, yeah. than taking them out, different weathers, different temperaments, and all of that. So I think I very quickly learned all of those things that I just mentioned right now. Uh, it took me a couple of months to pick up on them, but those were all the concerns that I had going into these holidays, right? So I think once those fears were kind of allayed and put to one side, I became more and more confident with each trip. Alhamdulillah, okay, she, she, mm. she, was able to, she was able to do Turkey, okay, let's go Umrah. She was able to, I mean, she was able to do Umrah, there's like thousands of people there, we're doing Tawaf. You know what I mean? Like, she, if you're able to get through that, yeah. then Alhamdulillah, you know, you're able to get through a, a beach resort holiday or, you know, a touristy walk in Istanbul or something like that. You can do all of those things. So I think, yeah, those were, those were some of the concerns and those were very quickly, um, you know, I, I learned that Alhamdulillah, that, that there's ways around it. And, you know, all I'll say is, all, there's one thing that you need, right? When you go yeah. on these holidays. You just need, you know, the um, the baby carrier or the sling or whatever they call yes. it, right? Yeah. yeah. That's all you need, man. Honestly, like that is a lifesaver. For the first, like, <laughs> year or two of, of, of the baby's life, you just attach the baby onto that, right? Whenever the baby's sleeping, uh, facing you. Whenever the baby's awake, facing people. And they love it. The, you know, yeah. Rolda, mashallah, loves it. Like, when, I'm, when I face her towards, uh, while we're walking, she's facing the people. She's just seeing everything. She's seeing people. She's excited because she's like... You know, babies like that kind of stuff, right? They like yeah, activity, yeah, yeah. they like different colours, they like seeing different things, right? So she's so excited, she's like flapping her legs around and she's like, wow, this is this is cool, right? Um, so, you know, that's all I'll say is have one of those baby carriers or slings. Mm. I personally, me and my wife personally, we've never taken um, any prams. I don't know about you, bro, but we never took pram or strollers or anything like that. Because uh, yeah. Rolda, like my daughter, really just, she wouldn't really sit in it. It's just a waste of um, space. Even though it's very easy to take, by the way, on the flight, they allow mm. you to take it very easy. Personally, I've never taken it. If you want to, then that's fine. It's up to you. I mean, if, if your baby is comfortable in that. But we just had a carrier, a sling, and that's that's all we've had for all that. And, and obviously, our backpack with all the belongings that you need. Yeah, the yeah, nappies yeah. and all those things. That's it. That's all you need to be prepared. Amazing. That's, 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 that's really good. I mean, that that's like so simple, right? You just need a few of those things and going in with the right mindset, like you said, just allaying all of those fears. Uh, I think, you know, one question maybe some people think about, and I think about also is the, the traveling, right? Is the intention of taking your baby is that they are going to experience this? Because some people will say, well, they're just newborn. So what's the point? You know, just wait till they're older. Then you can take them on these trips and, you know, they have their memories for it. Uh, so is that is that baby really experiencing it? Or are the trips for yourselves uh, as, as, a, as a couple and you're just trying to find ways to make sure that you as a couple can still travel uh, with this responsibility of having a baby? Or would you say it's a bit of both? Like what, what's, what's, what's some of the intentions behind that? That's a very good question. I would say uh, it is a bit of both. So uh, mm. pr predominantly, obviously, you know, you as a couple, you want to go on uh, nice trips. You want to go on a holiday. Uh, and in fact, interestingly enough, because of COVID, we weren't able to do that. So me and my wife yeah. have, had the intention of traveling together. COVID, two years, two and a half years, took that away. So, you know, we had a bit of catching up to play anyway. So we wanted to travel anyway. We wanted to experience those things together. And then having a baby in the picture, there is a secondary intention, which is, yeah, you want, um, firstly, uh, your baby, even though they're not going to remember, like Rolda's not going to remember those Umrahs that she did. She's not going to remember her trip to Istanbul. Yeah. But, you know, inshallah, there were other benefits to it. Uh, and I mentioned some of those, like, you know, the fact that your child, inshallah, could, you know, obviously every child is different, but potentially they're becoming more and more used to um, traveling and social interactions. You know, there's some babies, they're not 
they're not good with social interactions they're, they're very kind of you know cons- they're, they're very kind of attached to their parents so the moment they see yeah. a strange face they're like they start crying and they don't want to go near that person right and that's that's that's, that's not a problem but obviously that that's not something that's permanent it doesn't mean that that child's going to grow up to become someone who's like socially awkward it's, it's natural as a baby but having said that one way i feel like of overcoming that is heads on like straight in like yeah take them to events take them to gatherings take them out travel you know take them on journeys yeah. and stuff like that because they're going to see more faces they're going to become more accustomed to it um honestly so so for me there was that intention of yeah i want her to get used to this you know inshallah if i want to if i plan on traveling in the future as well yeah and you know the kind of work that i'm involved with obviously as you know um it involves a lot yeah. of social interaction you know i go to a lot of mm. events and things like that so i'm going to want you know inshallah as my daughter grows up i'm going to want her to come with me to some of these events and travel with me right so i want her to be used to that i want her to every time was that like, was that an intention uh before you got married that you knew that you would bring your uh, child with you to the different things that you do it would have been because i knew that that's what i w- would have wanted from my wife as well it's not something that i want to separate okay. them from like i live my own life where I go to events and I have different interactions and I have like a circle like I never wanted to uh, keep my married life separate completely and entirely separate from that I always wanted yeah. to like you know somehow merge the two together where we can actually enjoy each other's um company mm. together as well as you know me getting the work done you know spending time together with my family etc so yeah that definitely was like a, a part intention there for sure Uh so yeah there's a f- there's few questions coming in and so if you guys want to ask a question just put that down in the uh question box um so one was is there any specific uh products that you'd recommend so you mentioned that you recommend taking a sling with you and uh you said the um, the the car seat or the ca- or the carrier um uh is the the carrier yeah so is there is there any i don't know if you want to give any companies a shout out but is there any like uh, particular ones or do you say generally get you know if you just get one of those uh you'll be fine yeah i mean car seats and stuff to be honest you're asking the wrong person i, I don't i don't yeah, yeah, yeah. my head i don't i don't know the um the actual brand or anything like that i mean any 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 safe you know car, the, the main review is that you're looking at is it's that it's safe it's compliant with the car mm. that you're driving so car seat um i you know you you won't even need that especially if you're traveling abroad you want you genuinely won't need that the car seat uh maybe if mm. you're thinking really safe like you can honestly nobody's ever asked for that um you know like even just grabbing a taxi to the airport here you don't need to yeah. put the child in a car seat you can just carry the child on your lap on the flight mm. the child is on your lap um whilst you're out and about in the the country that you're in the child's on your lap so you don't even need to worry about car seat uh, like i said if you prefer and if your child is more comfortable in a uh, in a stroller or in a pushchair pushchair then get a pushchair definitely it's nice and easy you could take okay. even you know i wouldn't say by the way take your uh, main pusher that you use day to day for daily use get right, a separate okay. one like a a slightly cheaper one because that pusher is going to be taken on some plane and it's going to be flung about in place you don't want to take an expensive good quality pusher on that journey just get a secondary one that's just for travels only and it will do the job uh but like i said the the lifesaver for me has been the sling or the or the carrier yeah. uh, me and my wife just take turns um you know and we do a lot of walking uh for example at a place uh, it depends where you go for example when we went to Istanbul uh and we went when we went to Marrakesh there's a lot of walking involved um so if you're up for that you know subhanallah um the last trip to uh, uh, Marrakesh that we did 
we climbed up the Atlas Mountains and this is where 100% credit wow. goes to my wife by the way she did it because I wasn't uh, we weren't prepared for this we thought the, the driver was going to kind of drive us to like a waterfall we want to go see the waterfall basically okay uh, in the Eureka in the Valley uh, and then we, we didn't know so whilst we're driving there the driver's like so do you have appropriate footwear and all of this stuff we're like why? like because you're going to have okay. to trek to the top of the mountain bro to see the waterfall I was like what? <laughs> And, and I was literally wearing like I'm literally wearing trousers and sliders I'm wearing sliders like no trainers nothing no no appropriate footwear my wife was wearing also like sandals but they had straps and stuff so it was a bit better right so which is why she she was carrying roller because there's no way that I'm going to risk in my sliders carrying yeah, yeah, uh, my, yeah. our baby daughter because I'm more I'm more prone to the accident here right so yeah but she mashallah she she, she, she with that carrier wow. in that it was hot as well yeah, she went. We went up the, the the mountain, and we did that in Mecca. Just to just to, just to also mention this, we climbed Mount Nur, you know, the mountain where it's believed that the Prophet received revelation, uh, yeah. in the cave of Hira. We climbed Mount Nur, which takes roughly, you know, almost an hour to climb up to the top to the peak. And my wife was carrying Rolda uh, the whole way up. Um, and again, that was that requires a lot of like strength uh, and patience, uh, especially in that heat. So. I mean, if if we can, you know, like if you can trek and literally climb a mountain, bro, uh, you know, with the baby in the carrier, and the baby's fine, the baby's comfortable. Trust me, don't think the baby's uncomfortable. The baby is comfortable because the baby's literally attached to you. There's nothing more than a, that, yeah, uh, you know, nothing more baby likes that at that age than to just be with you. And whenever, whenever, by the way, we had to take a break, no problem. We took a break. You know, or what what happens if the baby cries? Halas, you take a break. You go onto the side. You know, you. You uh, feed the baby if you need to, you know, like all of that is fine. Or you just you just take the baby out for a bit for a few minutes, give give the baby some air. Like there's a lot of things. Oh, what if the baby cries and stuff? That's what babies do, you know. So yeah. Yeah. there's a way around it. You just stop, you break, uh, and and you just you carry on as long as you're there to support each other. You know, we we took turns, you know, uh, um, each way so that we one wasn't one parent didn't feel more overwhelmed. Alhamdulillah, you know, that, that's that's the main thing really. Does it does it require a lot of patience to be traveling so much with with the baby? Because you know, although we did mention earlier that you know the newborn isn't so demanding, but newborns come with their own particular. You know, they want to be in a routine. They want to be fed at a certain time. Maybe they want to be slept in a certain way. So, how is it? Do you have to have a lot of patience? Were there any particular challenges? Um, there, definitely. I mean, of course, patience is going to be required because, like you said. You don't have full control over these things, right? Uh, again, uh, the, the, the same trip, by the way, where we were on our way to, you know, the, the same taxi driver that was taking us to the mountain in uh, Marrakesh, the one that I said we had to trek it. On the way, like, I remember um, uh, my daughter, she, she vomited all over me, literally. It's like, she, 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 she uh, we, don't, we actually don't know why, because I don't think she choked on anything at that point. She just, she vomited, and maybe yeah. it was the heat or whatever it was, right? Yeah. Um, but she had just eaten and she vomited. Now, like I said, I didn't even prep for a trek. I didn't have spare clothes. So I had to literally just, luckily, because we were near water, I was able to get off, you know, again, the taxi driver stopped for yeah. us. I had to just wash myself, I had to clean her up. We had some, obviously we have spare clothes for the baby. You always take spare clothes. Yeah. Had spare clothes for her, just changed her up. We just carry on, like that's it. I mean, I didn't plan for that to happen. It wasn't ideal, um, but it didn't ruin the trip. Do you know what I mean? Uh, same thing when we first went to Turkey, 
out, you know, got out of the airport, I seemed like a target here, but she vomited all over me when we got to Turkey as well. <laughs> right, I, and this was our this was our first ever journey abroad, like on a flight. Like this was the first. Okay. This was, she was literally like two months, two and a half months old, right? And you know that was the first thing that she did when we got there. Now at that point, I could have been like, oh my god, this this journey is going to be this, it's going to be so difficult. But it happens, you know. You just kind of clean yourself up, you move on. So of course, there's challenges, um, you know, with routines and things. But like I said. I think it all depends on you as well as parents. Like, how flexible are you? Um, when you go on a yeah. holiday, are you going to try and stick to your schedule to the T? Um, is that the kind of parent okay. you are? If you are, I, I don't have any say here. I respect you for that. Me and my wife, the way that we operate, slightly different. We sure. have a bit of flexibility uh, with our, especially yeah, yeah. honestly, at that age, like six months old. Yeah. Now she's eleven months old. I don't. I don't see the pussy the benefit in like a strict routine because sure, sure. they're not like they're not like going to school and stuff you know we have to be strict like for me it's like just a baby like they're gonna 100 the baby will sleep the baby has to sleep the baby will eat yeah. the baby's gonna get hungry and eat well you know half an hour here and there even sometimes a few hours here and there give or take like we're not too fussed about the schedule especially when we yeah. go on holidays because we know when you go on a holiday that your plans change the time zone changes right mm. the ball's out of your court when you're at home yeah try to stick to it so when we're abroad honestly bro uh, because we're flexible it doesn't affect us too much but i feel like if you're too concerned about schedule to the t then it's going to stress yeah. you out more because the baby's not going to follow yeah. the schedule because you're in a different you're in a different uh, it's a different ball game abroad so yeah that's just my advice that maybe be a bit flexible maybe that's i guess that's the advice i'm trying to give okay good alhamdulillah what would be um, some of your like practical tips? I know you've mentioned some already in terms of taking a sling, um, you know, making, you, you just mentioned making sure you're always uh, putting spare clothes in your backpack or wherever you're going when you're, when you're there. Uh, but is there any other sort of top tips, whether it's leaving before, before you get on the plane, uh, at the airport, on the plane, when you land, and whilst, whilst you're on your holiday, would, would there be any kind of top tips in, in, in that whole process? when it comes to traveling with the baby? Um, yeah, I mean, before you leave, um, there's not really, you know, like I said, there's not really a huge amount of physical prep that you need to do uh, for the baby. There's just a lot of things you just gotta, it's not less physical prep, it's just more kind of mental prep, but also just ensuring that you've got all the things that the baby needs. So you're gonna double pack for, I mean, most, our suitcase is mainly filled with the baby stuff, to be honest with you, because we yeah. just, we know, for example, like, um, you know, with reflux and stuff, we know that like Rolda, she, she had, she, ha she does vomit quite a bit. There's a bit of reflux. She's, yeah. she's had that issue since she was young. So we know based on that, we have to pack extra, extra clothes for her. Not even extra, like, you know, to, to be on the <laughs> safe side. Right. Um, or whether it's, you know, nappies or, you know, medication because she's got like a bit of eczema and stuff. So, you know, th those types of things, you just want to be like extra prepared for the baby more even for yourselves i mean as adults it's very easy and chilled out you know you can just survive you know one like if you're not that bothered about those things you just your clothes that's it really you don't really need much more than that but for the baby all i'd say is just be extra extra prepared that's all because depending on where you go they're not always going to have the things that you're accustomed to the brand that you buy the nappies that you buy mm. you know we're very specific right you're going to get that when you go to for example we were in yeah. milan uh or you know we were in milan or we were in you know marrakesh or somewhere like you're not going to get the exact same things so you gotta you gotta make sure that everything you need from here you need to like you need to just make sure double check that you've got everything and then once you're there like i said um 
honestly, Mark, you know, there's there's no re- you know other tips I would give you apart from like I said earlier on, be flexible um, with yeah. your schedule and honestly just enjoy it because I feel like mm. when you're too concerned about the baby, like overly, you know, there's always going to be concerns. I know as parents, you know, I know how it feels now. There's always going to be concerns, but um, it takes away from the enjoyment. I feel sometimes, you know, initially when I used to overthink things. I couldn't enjoy my experience even so even when we did like a, a road trip up to uh, we did a road trip to Scotland uh, this was actually this was actually the first trip we ever did like ever even before Turkey and stuff like it was just a local one she was maybe like okay maybe before she was two months old you know and that road trip I mean again you're gonna overthink like oh my god six hours in a car you know like how's the baby gonna survive is the baby gonna be comfortable and all that like yeah initially I was overthinking I was like you know what I want to enjoy this you know we're going yeah you know it's been a long time we haven't been anywhere let's enjoy this so if it means that we have to leave earlier so that you know we can take more stops along the way for 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 the baby you know so be it you know, just have yeah, to wake yeah. up a bit earlier and leave earlier so I, I don't know, I think now alhamdulillah we're, we're at a stage where not much really phases my you know my wife my wife and I like we're just kind of like we see i mean the baby's you know Rolda's vomited she's she's been a bit sick you know she's 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 been she's kicked off she's been fussy like what you know what else really is there like alhamdulillah she's otherwise she's been okay so now we're just like we're just gonna enjoy the trip you know and yeah sometimes it's gonna cut into your schedule sometimes you want to go out for dinner like there's been some times where we plan dinner that night you know we're gonna go out to a nice restaurant here and then Rolda kicked off we had to cancel yeah. dinner plans. Okay, fine. Yeah. We couldn't. We couldn't have dinner that night, um, so we just have to order something in, you know. But other than that, what's but that's that's what's, that's that's better than uh, uh, being stuck at home and not going on this holiday. Exactly. Because right? the yeah, same thing exactly. might even happen when you're at home. It, it, the exact same thing can happen, bro. Like exact same <laughs> thing can happen. Honestly. So yeah, you might have to order a just eat when you're at home. Okay, but I'd rather order uh, food in while I'm in a resort in, in Turkey yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd enjoy that more to be completely honest with you because I get a new experience out of it we visit a new country we spend time together you know when you're at home you're, there's always something right there's always something yeah. there's always going to be work or something because you know you're at home there's people around and things like that you're abroad that's your time so you enjoy that as a family so really the main thing is enjoy that experience and just you know take it all in yeah. and, and at least you know when your child grows up you can say yeah, you went to all of these places, you know. Yeah, when they mm. remember, you'd be like, I took you to all these places. Here's here's photos, and you know what? It creates memories, and I think that's a really yeah. other important thing that they might not, mm. in you know, actually remember it in their brains, but you have created memories. We live in a digital age now. You're gonna have photos. You're gonna have videos now, and you're gonna show yeah. your child when they're three, four years old. They're gonna look back at it, and it's just gonna be like such. Subhanallah, it's gonna be such fond memories. They're gonna look back at it like wow we had so much fun you know you were this this many months old and you went here mashallah look we went umrah together and it's just so nice that it just builds a on, further bond on, i feel yeah definitely on that point and and i think uh, we'll we'll wrap it up after this one uh on the point of memories what is the kind of the best memory that you've had taking your wife and Rolda on on these trips is there any like particular one that stands out for you yeah um uh, there's so many, alhamdulillah, but you know what? I think, you know what, we went on twice. I think that was uh, the first time we went. Uh, the second time we went, it was it was with a group. So I was leading a group. It was like 40 people in the group. So it was it was busy. So 
I was technically working, you know, like for that Umrah trip. Yeah. But the first one we did, and I did this intentionally, by the way, because I knew that group one was coming. And I, and my wife had never been for Umrah either prior to this. Uh, and obviously Rolda has never been. So intentionally what I did was I booked a separate Umrah for us a few months before that. Because ah, I didn't want okay. her first Umrah to be one that I was working. It wouldn't really be fair, right? So mm. we just had the opportunity to go separately. And I feel like that was amazing, man. We just, just me, my wife and Rolda, we went, Rolda was only like four months old then. We did Umrah together, you know, we did Tawaf together. I literally, you know, got photos of me with Rolda just by the Kaaba. You know, we made dua for Rolda there. Like, you know, literally like, I was doing duas of like Ruqya for Rolda in front of the Kaaba, putting Zamzam on her head, you know, all sorts, man. I was just like, actually it was, it, was a, it was an amazing experience. So I think that Umrah trip has to be uh, for me the highlight, in, you know, for sure. And, and, and you took her to the Rolda. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, that story, by the way, was an amazing story. I'm gonna quickly mention it, right? If you don't mind, I'm gonna yeah, go I'm ahead. gonna say that. Please. So, uh, so this was this was the second time we went here, yeah, not the first time. Okay. Um. So this was with the group and things. So I had, you know, because um, COVID restrictions and stuff, you still have to. The only thing in Medina you have to book is the roda, your slot in the roda. It's it's based on booking via the app. So, um, I had my slot booked. It was like two, three a.m. And my wife, uh, my wife and I, we had a schedule which is the night times, uh, you know, uh, that was my time to take care of Rolda. Daytime, she would take care. Nighttime, because it, wasn't, it wouldn't be fair otherwise, when you go for Umrah, if the mum takes care of the child, she's not gonna enjoy her ibadah and, and have that connection, right? Yeah. And go to the masjid and things. So nighttime, i.e. tahajjud and fajr, that was my, that was my one, right? That was my slot, basically, the whole night. Um, so I, I took Rolda. It happened to be the slot, uh, you know, like 2 a.m. or something like that. It's a hundred time or 3 a.m. or something, the slot. So I take her and uh, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I've joined the queue. The security guard asks for the app confirmation stuff. So I show and he sees like, yeah. there's, a, there's a baby in, you know, in the carrier. And he's like, what do you think you're doing? There's no babies allowed in the roda. <laughs> and I was like, what are you on about? Of course, of course they are. He's like, no. And he sent me away. And that was it. He sent <sighs> me completely away. And I was like, I was gutted. And do you know why? This was this was our last night in Medina. There was no other opportunity after this. And I was like, Subhanallah, like, what is going on? Like, surely this can't be. But I don't know. There was something in me. Yeah, I was like, Nah, like, I'm not gonna give up. You know, maybe it was just that guy. So I rejoined the queue again. I just went round, rejoined the queue again. Yeah. And I'm yeah, waiting yeah. to, I'm waiting to go in. And it happened to be a different guy. You know, the other guy's still there, but it happened to be a different guy. He just like, Yeah, yeah, go okay. in, go in, no problem. And I was like, okay, uh... awesome. So then, so then that's not even the crazy part of the story. I go in, you know, and then there's a, like another queue. So you go from one queue to like yes, another queue. Yes. Right? Cause there's still people yeah. in there. Right. So, and then I'm, I'm just there waiting. And then some more security guards come over while everyone else is waiting. And they're like, they see the baby and they're like, yeah, go in, go in by yourself. Like you don't need Allah to wait for these guys. Allah. So I was like, I was like, is this happening? Like from two minutes ago <laughs> being sent away entirely to like, so wallahi, I, I literally walked into the roda. There was like two, three other guys there. Nobody else, right? And I pray in, I pray my two rakat. And literally, by the way, how did I pray? My, you know, for those of you wondering, it's 2 a.m., 3 a.m., isn't your daughter sleeping? She was sleeping, she was in the carrier. I somehow prayed with her on me in the carrier. So like, <laughs> I, went, I went into Ruku and Sujood, like some, somehow. Some proper dad, dad moves right Proper, there. right? Proper, proper dad move, right? So somehow prayed. And then I know that another guard is coming in. You know, they're like, hurry up, hurry up, basically. So, yeah. um, so I somehow prayed, but still, alhamdulillah, I was lucky that it was it was just me in there, pretty much. I made a quick dua. And as I'm walking out, I'm saying to the guard, come on, man, like, 
just let me stay for a bit. And I'm just with my daughter. It's, it's a bit chilled out right now. And I knew Fajr time was coming up, the Jama'ah for Fajr. So I was like, can you just let me pray Fajr here? He was like, no way. Like the Imam's just here. Because um, the Imam literally prays there, right? He leads from that point. Yes, yes, yes. He's like, there's no, no children allowed. I was like, okay, fair enough. That makes sense. So then as you walk out, you know, the Prophet ﷺ, you give salam to the Prophet ﷺ. It was the emptiest I've yeah. ever had it. There was no queue, nothing. And I, by the way, the story is not done. Last bit, yeah, it gets even crazier. So I walk out and I just did that, but it was very rushed because I did it in a few minutes, right? I walk out, I go round uh, to another bit and then I start speaking to another guard, yeah, just, just casually. And I'm telling him, yeah. well, my daughter's name is Rolda. He goes, ah, Rolda. And he's like to me, Abu Rolda, Anta Abu Rolda, you're Abu Rolda. And I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, alhamdulillah. And he literally opens the barriers up and lets me go back in again. Wallah. Allah and this Allah. is this is just as the Fajr Adhan is going. So I managed to pray Fajr in the Rolda with Rolda, subhanAllah. And subhanallah. I, I was just like, I was like, what just happened, subhanAllah, right? Um, and it's because he saw Rolda. Otherwise, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have even, he wouldn't even give me a second chance, right? He would have told me to get, to get, to get lost. But he saw Rolda and he had some mercy in his heart. And he was like, okay, go in, don't tell anyone I let you in and pray Fajr. But as soon as Fajr is done, basically make, you know, get out of there. And I was like, no problem. So Alhamdulillah, I prayed. And even while I was there, by the way, Rolda woke up at that point. And I was getting so stressed because I was like, oh my God, if she kicks <laughs> off now, yeah, I'm going to get in yeah, big yeah. trouble. Um, so but Alhamdulillah, she, she managed to, she you know, just somehow managed to get the prayer done. And so that's my story of Rolda, Alhamdulillah, uh, blessing, you know, after Allah, you know, Rolda being a blessing for me and, uh, Allowing me to pray in the Rolda twice in the same night, alhamdulillah. What, what an amazing, amazing dad memory, subhanAllah. That's, it is, that's just beautiful, yeah. man. Just beautiful. Bro, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to end it here. Uh, I know we both got commitments to go to. So, Jazakallah uh, Khair, everybody, for joining us. That was uh, an amazing, amazing episode with a beautiful story to end it off as well. And, and some very very practical tips uh so this is i'm going to keep this live available for those of you who joined a bit late you want to go back you want to watch it and then um the full kind of edited version will be out on the podcast apps and the youtube uh, probably in about a week's time uh and inshallah uh ustaz shibir will, will, will share it as well um so jazakallah khair everybody assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa alaikum assalam